I have a question to pose to everybody. Is that including my me or it am I supposed to not? Am I supposed to just let this go? <laughs> um, it's, it's a discussion question. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you discussing? think, do you think it makes more sense to wash your hands before you piss? Oh, I hate, I hate this debate. Um, <laughs> Why? Because theoretically, your hands are touching a lot of your things. Your hands are very dirty. My penis is covered by the most protection of anything on my body. Yeah, but like, waste comes out of that area. Yeah, so but I, I it's shower. Probably I kind put of on, a wash. Eh, wash. Uh, like I shower, I put on two layers minimum, and then like my hands are are touching. You know, whatnot, hogwash, mm-hmm. hither and thither. And then all of a sudden, my penis is the dirty thing and my hands are clean enough to touch it. I don't buy it. I don't I don't pay much thought to it because uh, I just like just I would never do that in public. I, I wash my hands. OK, well, it sounds I, like I you're trying to get out of washing your hands. No, I'm so washing my like hands what? first. I'm, I'm both ways. I mean, I'm if anything, you should wash your hands before and after. I think about it. I don't have the time for that, but well, it's a valid point. I mean, at the end of the day, though, you're not touching people, most people, mm-hmm. <laughs> with your penis, <laughs> but you That's are maybe touching true. them with your hands. So, yeah, there, problem solved. It's not discussion over. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we had that talk. Now, if you're um, a rapist that serially rapes okay. people, washing then... your hands is the least of your worries on how you need to improve your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that we're condoning it, but maybe wash your penis if you were a serial rapist. And you had a penis because women can rape too. Yeah. Or it's trans true. men or sure. non binary people that, well, wait. No, scratch that. Well, I mean, they can, but they're not. Well, they, I guess a non-binary person could have a penis. Yeah, okay. They could do yeah. anything. Except Anybody can president. rape. <laughs> who would who would be president? Nobody should first? rape. I, nobody should, but anybody can. To say that, I, not that you should. <laughs> anybody could be a rapist. That's that's what I'm getting at. Um, not in, in a way that one should inspire to be, <laughs> but uh, do you think? Do you think? Enough, I'm really just digging this hole. Uh, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> sure, sure. I'll just move past it. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's a. I'm being fair. Uh, yeah. Who would who would be president first? A non-binary person or an atheist? Um, probably an atheist. I had to guess. Okay, what if it's like one of those non-binary people? I should not even get into it. We're not even five minutes in the episode. Uh, what well, if it was like a very femme 
looking AFAB non-binary person. I'm going to leave my opinions at the door. Now who uh-huh. do you think becomes president first? Um, that non-binary atheist? person that uses she, her, she, her pronouns, but she's still non-binary. Um, um, uh, or, is the atheist a white man? Sure. Well, I think that answers the question. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's the presidential election thoughts of this um, podcast. <laughs> well, the or, official yeah, we're the number one political podcast that also does true crime. Um, yeah, this what is you've been up to because I know I listened to your your solo, solo episode. episode. I was, was ready. I'm kind of like ready to do my own solo episode. I don't think anybody would like that, um, but it's kind of fun. It is a little bit stressful, but. It's kind of fun. I just don't know if I could talk, excuse me, for like an hour. Well, you didn't even do an hour. You did like 45 minutes. No. Yeah, and that's like 45. and that's not an insult. I'm just saying yeah, I would not hold myself like... to an hour. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, I plan to. Uh, but my earlier solo episodes, the deleted episodes, the lost those were, files. Those were not. Those were those shorter, were, They right? were like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that, I think, was like pained silence so uh i was like you know what i've gotten at least twice as good at podcasting in the last year i need to what what i need to do for mine is like just wait until something really tragic happens to me uh because you it's, know, it's a matter of when doesn't need to be a personal spiral <laughs> well, i know but, but i, I think for me theme, i but... think that's what people want uh, they want yeah. that kind of content from me. So I'll wait for that to happen, get really drunk, then just sit in front of the mic, stream of consciousness for however long that lasts, and we'll just save that for a rainy yeah. day. <laughs> You're like, I'm busy this that. week. I'll be like, I'll... I got it. We got it. We got one in the bank. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a, a quick little plug to the Patreon did yeah, a solo check episode. It um, it's a dollar. I, I we, don't we sell this anything. too hard. Uh, we do. What did you you talked about? Um, I don't even remember because I was playing Minecraft while I was listening to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and what uh, I was doing in Minecraft was very it it required a lot of brain power. Um, I was making yeah. a factory as one does. Uh, that that does require brain power. I was gonna yeah, say you were like, talking oh, about the box doing? factory while I was making a solar panel factory in Out Minecraft, which is a lot of boxes. So yeah, you know, yeah, that's parallels, true. cinematic uh, parallels. I was at the box factory as I uh-huh. am quite frequently, and I was trying to come up with a real bit for this podcast because I haven't uh-huh. done that yet. I haven't um, done a real I, bit. No. So you've so been doing all, fake bits. They're all fake. Or or like arguably not, not bits at all. They're they're incomplete. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, <laughs> which I think is charming, but <laughs> alas. Sure. Um, <laughs> so uh, some people agree. People I'm not like say it. who those people are. Or aren't. <laughs> They aren't you. Um, I, I was, I was <laughs> thinking about uh, modern the office, where like right now, like a, 
yeah, like a current day modern The Office. Um, and I, like Dwight would be super into Among Us. And he'd be like, Jim, did you know I always use the purple Among Us character? Me. Do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> because purple represents relaxation. And it, as I don't know. Like, <laughs> I can't so do it. You're, you're just doing... Uh... Like, uh, keeps a me Dwight calm, and Jim sketch, but it's just yeah. it's among us. It's among us. Um, keeps me calm and level-headed. And the hat I choose is a little tiny among us because two heads are better than one. Um, and then, well, you, like, you, while almost, that, you almost you almost got that that tone in, in your voice yeah. there. I heard it a little a little two Dwight. heads are better than one. Uh, I can't do it. Um, and then, like that's happening. And then Michael Scott learns about ratioing on Twitter. Um, he like he, he goes into like a party planning meeting and he's like tells Phyllis that she got ratioed because somebody like Pam's idea better. And he's just he's just referring everything to as getting ratioed. Yeah, ratio. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what he sounds like <laughs> when he does that. He gets in that area. Ratio. Um, when he's well, he, like aggressively doing something. Steve Carell's character in um, the morning show definitely gets ratioed uh, mm. in, in some in in many ways um, uh, for for being a rapist. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Uh oh. Uh oh. What if instead of prison, because we we don't like the prison industrial complex. What if, what if instead you just like ratioed people when they were guilty? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's basically what happens. He gets ratioed, and then he just like fucks off to Italy. It is sad, and he's like, oh, "I'm I'm canceled he... over in Italy, living a nice <laughs> life by myself." Does he play Roman Polanski? No, he. It's it's such a weird show because he's still like Steve Carell is a very likable guy. Yeah, and he's playing this character to be like pretty likable. I mean, he's a very likable rapist. It's awful. Yeah, which I, it's the point of the show to make it like kind of yeah. That's nuanced. a lot of a lot of Hollywood rapists are publicly likable. Yeah, was well, supposed to like other people on the show. Like everybody on that show is like they're all shitty and very like varying levels of shitty. And so like him still being like a very bad person for for just the rape, but also for other things that resulted from that that i won't spoil for anybody wish uh wanting to check out the morning show on apple tv plus which i recommend it's a that's a coach one of many coach recommendations of the week um new segment no it's not i don't know um (laughs) but like everybody else is like unlikable as a person but like i like i'd hang with his character i'd hang with mitch you know all right he That's, seems like a good hang, it's like because he's not gonna like rape me. Because you're white. Yeah. Well, you said that we're... as a joke, but <laughs> check think... out the show. It's a little. I think we're um, going a little too hard on rape for the first ten minutes of the show. Rape's bad. Don't rape do is it. Bad. Don't do it. I, I think we're focusing a bit too much on it. Okay. Well, I'll tone it back. Um, yeah, just just relax on the okay on the sexual assault. I watched three James Bond movies in twenty four hours. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was it was uh Pierce Brosnan. No, it was I um the what's Daniel his name? Craig. Yeah, him. I, like I literally I just got out of seeing the most recent one. Um right before we started recording. That's why we're recording it when we are, which doesn't matter to the people listening, but matters mm-hmm. to us. Um, it does. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it does. Um, um, yeah. Cause I got to edit this and put it out in 51 minutes. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see. I saw Skyfall and then Spectre and then the new one, which is no time to die. Um, yeah, and people, have you seen any of the um, Daniel Craig ones? No. Okay, I don't watch James Bond. Oh, all right, well, not for like a political reason or something. I'm just like I'm not interested in not spy movies. Spy I watched the fun. old ones, like the Sean Connery ones. Yeah, and I'm like, because they're from like whatever the 70s, or 60s. What? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say 60s, and I was like, maybe that's too old. Um, like all the technology that he has is shit that we've had for like. 20 years sure and i'm like you know this is like no fault of the movie but this is not interesting that like he has a a watch that tells him the weather or whatever well i I like the old sean connery movies just because they're like really goofy um and i never saw any of the other I've, i've seen the sean connery ones and the daniel craig ones and that's it um I grew up on the Pierce Brosnan ones, Goldeneye. Yeah, I never, never saw any of those. Um, or if I did, it was like bits and pieces at a friend's house, and I'm sure they're all like watchable. Yeah. They're all perfectly watchable. And that's how you I feel about I mean, the Daniel yeah. Craig movies. They're all watchable. Um, I think Casino Royale like whips ass. I think it's a great movie. Um, Quantum of Solace. I saw it in 2008 or whatever. Sure. So my opinion of it, I haven't seen it since. and I thought it was fine then. And I'm sure my opinion as a high schooler was flawed, but um, I don't care. Yeah, what are you going to do? What, yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, There's a lot of things that I'm like, I like this as a child. Yeah, and I'm not going to return to it and think it's good later. So I'm not going no, to bother. I just assume that those things are bad now. Yeah, safe assumption. Any, anything that I liked more than six years ago probably garbage um pineapple express used to love that movie it's probably bad yeah well i've never seen it actually so i wouldn't know i think it's good <laughs> i like everybody it. liked it and whenever when did it come out uh 2011 maybe i don't know maybe later it was it like up. 2010 whatever uh but i saw skyfall eight holy guac yesterday and that was pretty good everyone seems to really like that one online um i thought it was not as good as people online were making it out to be um the villain was pretty compelling the rest of it's like whatever um the the specters the fourth movie and everyone seems to think that one really sucks ass but i thought it was also like it was not as good as skyfall or casino royale but it was like what it was fine it was whatever um and the new one I liked a lot, uh, probably more than what people online would say. But I, I liked the emotional storyline for James Bond, which these movies tend to not really have. Yeah, like action movies in general don't have a lot of 
emotion yeah, other than it, a love interest. No, this one had like some some beats, you know, it had like some like cuz usually the movie it's like just cool shit or like yeah. but or they try and make James Bond seem like really charming and like suave but in a way that's like inhuman. Not like yeah. inhuman that he's really good at it, but just like he says stuff and the characters in the movie it's like think a bit it's of charming, an valley. but it's like this d- wouldn't work on it. Like, I'm like, what are you? F- this isn't real, but like, yeah, like in he's this- just saying stuff in a voice. Yeah. A suave yeah. voice, but he's like shaken, not stirred. And you're like, wow, cool, dude. dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but in this one, like he was funny and like he felt charming in a way that I was like in a, in an affable you know, much, much like myself, actually really watching the whole movie, you know, I was, I, I didn't think I would ever say this, but I was like, wow, in many ways I am like Jade's bond just in this one, just in this one, not in any of the other ones, just in no time to die. And if, when you see the movie, cause I'll, I won't spoil the ending cause the ending got to me, but the opening got to me even more. And I think it's probably what sold me on the rest of the movie. So he's like on vacation with his bay, and then like, they're, they're exchanging secrets, but like she doesn't share his secret and um, he has to go. He's like hung up on an, an old bay and they're mm. in Italy and she was from Italy and she's buried. Seasoning. There. The old the old bay died in the first movie. Spoiler for Casino Royale. Um, but also she like betrayed him. So like who cares? But yeah. um, so the no new comment. bay, the new bay is like, uh, hey, go visit her grave. And then he goes to visit her grave and he's like, wow, I missed the old bay, but time to move on. And then the grave explodes and he's like, what the fuck? You know, because he's like, clearly my new bay set me up for reasons. So then he's like, got no time for this. He's got no time to die. You might even say you might or does too he, busy folks. Um, but then, you know, action shit happens. And like the whole time he's just so fucking over everything. He's just like. Like there's, there's too old for this. Shit. He, that's his attitude for like basically the whole movie, which I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Um, and he like, just, he's kind of like goofy and it comes off either as like Daniel Craig, not giving a shit or like also like uh, also his characters just like, yeah, fuck like whatever. Um, either way, I enjoyed that. But um, he basically like the, the opening movie, he's just distrustful of a bay and he's like basically ready to die. Be- There's like one scene where a bunch of sh- dudes are shooting him and Bay in a car, and he's just like sitting there, like, and it's like bulletproof glass, so you just watch like the car like kind of slowly like mm-hmm. get fucked up, and he's just like, and I'm like, dude, I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. me at work. <laughs> and he, like he he doesn't trust his base so much that he's just like, yeah, uh, we're done. She's like, I didn't do anything. He's like. I don't care. Get on this fucking train and leave me alone. And then he like fucks off to Jamaica and sits in this, like on an Island. And I'm like, dude, he's living my life. <laughs> he's, he's living beat for beat. The life I want to live. And then at the end of the movie, he really lives the life I want to live. If you know what I'm saying? Fans, fans of, of the movies will uh, certainly not be surprised with, with that observation. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happens in the end of the movie. I, I assume that the life you want to live is credits rolling. In, in, in many ways, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
That's good. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time. I'm happy for you. It's been a while since I've gone to a movie and had that, I don't know, emotional res- like Because there's been movies I've seen that are like cool. Like, I thought the card counter was cool. I didn't really feel much about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to feel some type of way. I Dude, that's what I'm all about at the end of the day. It's just trying to have feelings. And uh, it's hard. They don't design society for men to have feelings. No, in many ways they don't, you know, and, and who's to say who enforces that? Hmm. Men. Makes you, makes, and also other people, Not everyone does. People. What? Anybody, anybody can enforce Anything. toxic masculinity. Anybody can. Um, it's a quality, much like being a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like it, but it exists. It, and you, it's true. So it's don't trust. So don't trust anybody. Stay vigilant. Iron sharpens iron. Perhaps that could be James uh, Bond. I get rid of the mullet. How do we get you as James Bond? <laughs> the whole movie. They'd be like it. asking me shit, and I'd be like, "Who's to say?" <laughs> The most mysterious Bond. Uh, <laughs> I truly really care. Be like, let the record show. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> uh, who directs James Bond movies? Mick G? No. Uh, the one who directed this this movie was the guy who directed season one of True Detective, I think. Mm. Uh, Carrie Joji Fukunawa, I think. Fukunaga, excuse me, uh, who looks like a he lo- he looks like a white guy. Uh, Why did I think it was Mick G? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's definitely <laughs> he okay. He's like a half white guy, half Asian guy. Given his last name, that's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and his first name, Carrie. Yeah. Oh, apparently he's done. Oh, he only directed the first season, but he's been executive producer for everything else. Okay. Good for him. Good for him. Get that bag, boo. He directed it. It's fine. I never I never saw it. I don't know. I have no interest in in those it's sorts fine. of things. Pennywise is a little bit of a bitch, but it's fine. He is a little bit of a bitch. As many clowns are, honestly. I don't know that there's a clown that I respect. There are no good fictional clowns. Joe Biden. <laughs> Got him. Other than the Joker. <laughs> I respect yeah. the Joker, especially if he's time traveling. Folks. Folks. <laughs> time traveling Joker. Our, our best bit. Um, that no one gets to listen to other than our, our lovely patrons. Yeah, we do sell this way too hard. Uh, well, I think I think the sense of irony is there. Sure, sure. Well, um, may, you folks vote now on your phones. Hop the Discord, which is the pin tweet on our Twitter at Bad Boy Crimes Pod, and uh, folks, let us know what you think. We don't do ad reads. You're never going to hear about Magic Spoon from us, and not for lack of trying. Trying, no. Magic Spoon, if you're listening, please. Hit us up. Uh, But you're not going to hear that. So in in lieu of paid advertising, we got to 
self plug. Yeah, we got a, a self bit. plug. And some of you <laughs> listening, I know you're not giving us that dollar. Look at all the content you're missing out on. Okay. We have many listeners and not as many patrons. Let me tell you. Uh, anyway, anyway, to, to get to some time traveling, yeah. as it were, mm-hmm. um, we're going to go back in time to 1881. Oh, that's kind of close to me, I think. Mm. Um, kind of close. I'm me. 1884 through 1885. Oh, where in the world? Texas. Mm, This is in Chicago. Were you using your patented technique of picking a state and picking a date and just Uh, funny crime? No, not this time. I had a... (laughs) Sorry to to do the behind the scenes content uh, in front of the scenes, as it were. Uh, it's, It's fine. I think people enjoy that. That's a good if you're if you want to do a bad true crime podcast, state date crime funny. It works. Works every Just, time. Except for the time that I recorded it. It did not work. I don't I don't do that. I just look up a country and funny crime and just Yeah. Search. That also or works. women or LGBT. <laughs> uh in eighteen eighty one. Yeah, um, I googled. I picked a specific profession. Well, they didn't have Google in 1881. No, they didn't. So, how did you Google uh, it then? Well, we're we're <laughs> not back in time yet. Uh, Look, the target. Oh, so you're saying you Googled? Google 18- I Googled. I Googled. Well, that makes sense. Oh, okay, I see. Here, I thought you were in 1881 no. googling something, and I'm like, what are you talking about? They didn't have that. No, There's no internet then. The good um, old days, right, folks? Folks, truly, <laughs> sincerely. Um, yeah, uh, this one, I Google a specific profession. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see if you could figure out what that profession is. <laughs> it's, it's not difficult. Uh, so my criminal, Thomas Neal Cream, a.k.a. Dr. Cream, that's why this uh, this recording is called Creamy Daddy. That's why. Okay. Because I was like, huh. Interesting choice. Maybe there's well, some, I have to, something I have out of context I'm not, I'm not have, a part of. That's okay. <laughs> I have to name those well in advance. Okay. Um, so yeah. he he's a doctor at 1881 in Chicago. So I mean, he, and so anybody could be a doctor in 1881. Anybody Chicago. could have been anybody. I could, uh, but, but it happened to be Doctor Cream, um, and he was performing illegal abortions for prostitutes, trying to uncream them. Hey, you know what? Got to be I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-abortion. Doctor Cream is pro-choice. He is pro-choice. Uh, before it was cool. He's still alive. Um, yeah, he's not. He was alive. doing those when, you know, it's not even like, in te- he could make a killing in Texas with those illegal mm, abortions. A killing, you say. Look, That's it's a little foreshadowing it's trend, for maybe both trendy, of our crimes. It's trendy to be pro-choice now. In the 1800s, oh boy, that was illegal. Um, 
And well, I think I, I think back then it's not like people were pro choice or pro life. I think just some people were pro. I don't want to have a kid. Yeah. And which is respect me, me AF. Um, so that's not as crime, but it is illegal to mm. perform uh, abortions for prostitutes. Pro-sex work also, just let the record show. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> What's there to uh, comment on? <laughs> right. Um, and then, so that's, you know, one of his things. As a, as a practicing physician, he is doing illegal abortions for prostitutes. Separately, he's also just like a regular doctor. Um, and then some of his patients started dying, uh, including someone he was very close to, Daniel Slot. Um, Did he cream he, in the slot? Uh, good question. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> um, so Daniel Slot died of strychnine poisoning, which was supposed to um, fix his epilepsy. Which was it like a medication? Or a drug? Uh, or no, it's a poison. It's it's just straight up poison. Oh, it's just poison the guy. Okay. It, it, yeah, he's and he was so calling it medicine. Yeah, much like, like the doctors of today. Let me tell you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> eh, fine. Um, so Daniel Slot, dead of poisoning. Turns out Daniel Slot's wife getting a little cream on the side. Interesting. Uh, getting the cream. Getting the cream. In more ways than one. <laughs> uh, so you could say he did cream in the slot. Um, uh, or did he cream in the slot? Oh. Ooh, got him. Uh, that's got what you him. get for cheating on your husband, I guess. Look, uh, I, I think that she's great. I think she's a great person. <laughs> you're like, look, women should cheat on their husbands as much as they want to if they're getting that good cream. That good, good. Um, and plus, plus, I mean, for him, it's a good business decision because he knocks up chicks and they come right to him for the illegal abortions. He's exactly. it's a self-sustaining economy. Um, and then he kills her husband. Um, Whoa. Uh, well, we do that. Yeah, <laughs> we knew that. <laughs> uh, so then it turns out uh, Mrs. Slot confesses to the federales. Um, that she gave Dr. Cream the poison. And then he goes to jail for life, which a little bit of a betrayal, you could say. Uh, Typical. Am I right, fellas? So he's in prison for 10 years. And That's then, not too bad. So he got life in guy? prison. He got life in prison. Okay. Several people. Um, and doing illegal abortions. 10 years, and then his brother, other cream, uh, bribes the authorities, gets him out, and then they move to London. Um, and all wow, of a sudden, a lot, lot of comparisons to my crime this week, actually. This is very interesting. So, what happens in London around this time? Uh, interesting. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is not planned. Uh, so all of a sudden, in London, all these prostitutes start dying of strychnine poisoning. What's up um, with that? Real coincidence. 
Uh, so then Dr. Cream writes a letter to another doctor and is like, I know that you're poisoning these prostitutes and I'm blackmailing you. You need to give me money so I don't tell the authorities. Um, and that doctor is just like, shut up, basically. <laughs> like, no. Shut up, you fucking American. <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah. Um, and then he writes American a letter. American idiot. American idiot mm-hmm. in London. Mm-hmm. American werewolf in London. Um, and then he writes a letter to the coroner uh, doing the autopsies on these uh, murdered prostitutes. And he's like, look, I know who killed these prostitutes. Um, and he's like, tell the police then, the bobbies. Um, and he didn't. So the coroner told the bobbies and was like, this guy's real weird. He's doing these threats. And he's telling me he knows who killed them, but he won't tell anybody else. Uh, maybe he did it. Um, so he gets arrested. They, they're they putting him under surveillance. He gets arrested, convicted, sentenced to death. At his execution, his last words, I am Jack the... Let it ripper. Let it ripper. Wow. Um, very interesting, interesting theory you got there because that ties right into my crime. Although, well, okay, so this is a bit of a unidentified serial killer, which I don't know if we've done on this show before. Um, um, no, I don't think so. We've always, we always chosen have. a person. We've never actually chosen a crime. We just choose a person we think is interesting. Who yeah, does crime? Well, this is what I put into my phone months ago, and I am trusting the past me that this is interesting. And based on Wikipedia and what you were talking about, this actually ties together very well. Um, Perfect. So there is an individual called the Servant Girl Annihilator, uh, which cool as the, fuck name. You're you're not just the servant girl killer. You're the if, annihilator. If, a, if you're a serial killer and you get branded annihilator, there's no chance that you're stopping. Yeah, it'd be like, you oh, I have a reputation media, to uphold. The media cannot brand them as the, the annihilator. annihilator. That's a little irresponsible. It's like a monster truck. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, they're also known as the Austin Axe Murderer, so this is something uh, close to close to, close home. to home. But Austin Axe Murderer, not nearly as cur- no, cool not as cool. the Servant Girl Annihilator. That that fucking whips. Now the Austin Axe Annihilator, the AAA. Ooh, I, we got a somebody. Somebody, I'm not saying who should bring that back. <laughs> uh, don't don't nobody do that. <laughs> anyway, so this is. They're an unidentified American serial killer who preyed upon the city of good old Austin, Texas between 1884 and 1885. Okay, so yeah, the timing is is there. Um, People say that, um, what's this? So according to Texas Monthly, the killer murdered seven women, uh, five black and two white. I don't know why that's. I mean, you got to let the demographics show. And then also one uh, one black man, according to this. Uh, so servant girl 
and a guy annihilator, but I guess it doesn't really. Yeah, it's like the people. Eh. It's the I don't even want to say it, but the bridge goat thing. Everybody knows the bridge goat thing. I'm not going to say it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's fine. The, the listeners know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's see. Um, additionally, the killer also seriously injured six women and two men. So you can sounds- have seriously injuring your serial killer manifesto. Yeah. All right. Mm. Um, so I feel like he's all branding. <laughs> well, we'll continue. So all I the victims like were attacked. He must, have, he must have been a journalist. Sorry to keep interrupting, but he must have been in charge of naming himself in the media. <laughs> he's like working at like one of the newspapers. He's working at Texas Monthly. He's like, well, how about he came up with the name. That's he cool. came up with the name and he's like, well, now I have to start killing. They're like, no, they're like going through the people that he murdered. He's like, also, I think he's responsible for those, those other people too. The ones that he just injured. I, he's responsible for those too. Are you sure? Yeah. Why do you know? Um, just a hunch. <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure I did it. Um, <laughs> so, okay. The, all the, in, in, the victims were attacked indoors while asleep. Um, so five of the women were dragged unconscious, but still alive and just killed outdoors. And then three of them were severely mutilated while outdoors. So that doesn't add up because he killed seven women. Hmm. Statistics not on your side. And Wikipedia is not adding up. What is the truth? Why should I pay five dollars for this sham of a website? Um, Shut up, Jimbo Wales. <laughs> get on the cast and defend yourself. Um, so all the victims were posed in a similar. They're all posed in the same way. Um, six of the murdered women. Again, the num. These numbers are weird. Um, had a sharp object inserted into their ears. Um, sounds fucked up. Maybe maybe some kind of spike of some kind, a railroad spike, perhaps. Hmm. Um, say. A big needle. Um, so the series of murders ended with the killing of two white women, um, one of whom was a 17-year-old. And another lady and then a servant girl. Yeah. The famous unnamed servant girl. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So somebody was arrested, James Phillips and was convicted, but he was found guilty of murdering his wife, but then the conviction was later overturned. Um, so, okay. So this is where things get, tied into your thing so according to this london authorities questioned several american cowboys one of whom uh was buck taylor a performer in buffalo bill's wild west show taylor was born in fredericksburg texas about 70 miles west of austin um they're also suggesting that perhaps um not even one person was doing this but perhaps many men Many men. 
And so death upon me. So there's theories that this person basically was Jack, like basically went here, then flew to London and was Jack the Ripper, which is the same thing that happened with your person, which is very weird. And they're also suggesting that many people could have been Jack the Ripper. So what if there's this like yeah. cartel of cowboys who are yeah, all Jack, Jack the they're all Jack the Ripper. They're, this is the mystery men with I am Spartacus, but I am Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of theories of who Jack the Ripper was, and I think it makes sense. Uh, that it's multiple people? That it's multiple people. Because uh, Dr. Cream did claim to be Jack the Ripper, but also he was in prison during most of the murders. Right. So, I mean, I, it, it has to be this just like weird thing. Now this is a, this is a fun tidbit that Wikipedia has a citation for. So get on Wikipedia's case, not me, but the African American community and some practice practitioners of voodoo believe that the killer was a white man who had magic powers that enabled him to become invisible as no dogs outside or in fenced yards adjacent to locations where murders occurred were heard to bark or raise any alarm. Maybe clearly magic. <laughs> yeah, I was like, or he fed the dogs, or he's just you know, chill guy. Like dogs like yeah. me. Not that I murdered anybody. Apparently, the murder stopped when the police were like, just they had more police officers. Um, so, a cab, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I so. sent you a photograph of Dr. Cream because I feel like it's important that you know what he looks like. Oh, he looks like a refined gentleman, but he also he looks, looks like somebody who would murder somebody else. Uh, he does sure. have a magician's hat. <laughs> and a and a dumb mustache. I guess back then it would have been fashionable, but if you were to he wear has it a now, cop mustache. If you were to wear it now, I'd be like, go drink an IPA, you know. Yeah. But like also five, like go care too much about bacon in like 2012. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a, what a guy magician hat doctor making the babies disappear. Yeah. Uh, you ever look up, I already forget his name, Thomas cream. Mm-hmm. Just, just take a peek at his, at his visage. Thomas Cream. That's the photo I just sent you. Oh yeah, oh, I thought you were telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, people at home. I'm not gonna. There's some other pictures of him that are kind of spookier than the one you sent me. There's one where he's looking like dead at the camera, and he's his eye. His, he's got like a bit of a lazy eye. Uh, That's yeah. how you know he's a serial killer. Yeah. A man of many hats. I mean, with all really, that, with really all that illegal hat. abortion money, he's got money to spend on some fly hats. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. I'm not sure I'm a fan of this guy. I'm not sure I'm a fan of a serial killer. What are? What am I, a woman? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the episode, folks. No. Uh, oh, no. To cycle back to the James Bond movie. You know how I've gone on record before 
and I hate I hate to go back on something I've said in the past, but I've gone on record to say that Reddit guys are a little bit weird about mm-hmm. um, Ana de Armas, but everything, but specifically her. Yeah. Like anytime she shows up in anything, they're just like, it's like weirdly horny, but in like a performatively not horny way. Um, and I think it's just a bunch of guys who saw Blade Runner 2049 and thought she was hot in that as a hologram lady, which fair uh would no ideal gf sure but um in this movie dude i have never been more attracted to anybody in my life than i was her in this movie i was like well not any not she will not be named who is i'm more attracted to but movie wise don't even talk about it i mean all right Check her out. It's great. And she and spoiler, she doesn't die. Um, she's just in the movie. She has a, a good romp, not in a sexual way. And then she's out of the movie and it and she looks great. And um, she should have her own spy movie. That would be really like that character. Give her a franchise. It would have been it would have been really fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll get you as James Bond and her spinoff. And then uh, a crossover six years down the line. Yeah. The biggest crossover event in history. I won't make the same mistakes Ben Affleck did. Let me tell you. Become an alcoholic and um, have a crippling addiction to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. As most people from like the Northeast do. And Dunkin' Donuts isn't good. I'm sorry. I've never had it. It's like the donuts pretty shitty. And then like, I don't know. I don't really drink coffee or anything, but like, um, as far as hot chocolates are concerned, I prefer my Krispy Kreme hot chocolate to my Dunkin' Donuts hot chocolate experience. And Krispy Kreme donuts kick the ass of Dunkin' Donuts, man. I believe it. Do you guys? Oh, I guess you don't have any of that shit. You have your fucking. Um, I've I've had Krispy Kreme donuts. I've never had Dunkin' Donuts, and I have not had hot chocolate at either establishment. So I, they're I'm not really in a position to to speak on it. But official BBC stance: Krispy Kreme, greater than sign. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin Donuts. It, that was also me being a a good old boy from the deep south. Um, isn't that right, Zach? Isn't that right, Zach? God, I miss him. Such a bummer he wasn't the final Smash Bros. character. I can't believe I c- cannot believe that they didn't make. Francis York Morgan, the final yeah. Smash Bros. fighter. Everyone would have been so pleased. I'm sure people would love it. Uh, I don't know that there was any character they could have added that most people would be happy with. I feel like Sora, honestly, was short of Waluigi, was probably like a third party character. If they had to do one, I felt like Sora actually made the most sense. I'm surprised they were able to do it because Disney uh, doesn't let Square Enix put Sora in their own fighting game. Uh, so they must, it must have been a real fucking pain for mm. Nintendo to get Disney to play ball. Yeah. They both have the same uh, pull, I think. Like Disney and Nintendo are both maybe not equally sized companies, but in their respective fields, they're 
I mean, the, the same level. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Nintendo is kind of the Disney of video games, kind of, at least. Yeah. But it's it's not like a pull thing. It's just like Disney's very, very protective of their IP. And uh, so is Nintendo. Like, you couldn't stream Nintendo games until pretty recently. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's just great. Like, everybody else is, like, cool with, you know, having their people in Smash Bros. Like, the work, like, wasn't that hard. But, like, you know, there's a poll in, like, 2014 or 15 or something where it's, like, which character do y'all want us to add to Smash Bros? And they added Bayonetta from that. But they were, like, this was not the highest picked one, but this is the one that was the highest that was the most reasonable. Yeah. And then Sora was actually the one that was number one picked. And I think they were probably realistically working on adding Sora in for like six years. Yeah. Before they could get the okay. And like on the stage and stuff, they basically like edit out any reference to any other Disney character. Like there's, it's just Sora and there's no sign of Donald or Goofy or Mickey Mouse. Those would be like the only ones they'd have. It is. I feel like Goofy would do numbers in Smash Bros. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he could. He would be fun. They should make a Disney game that's like Smash, but it's just Disney people. Yeah, they would never do that. But no, they would not because it's too violent. Yeah, they don't. They won't want Mickey Mouse getting beat up by. um... But doing blackface is fine. But if he's being violent no thank no. you um, well it's not that he's being violent i think it's like violence is inflicted upon yeah because mickey mouse can be king violent. mickey kicks ass in kingdom hearts dude he yeah. avenges goofy getting hit by a rock at one point and you think goofy's dead for a little bit <laughs> a rock yeah, a, a board. Yeah, no, there's oh, an okay. explosion. <laughs> and it's the and Taliban. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Taliban uh, committed act of terror, and Goofy intercepts it. Um, look, in many it. in many ways, Organization Thirteen is exactly like the Taliban, which would mean Matt Dugzone, big fan. I like that his last name is now Doug Zone. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll he'll it's, love it's, that when he hears this. And he's like will. Trump calling him Tim Apple. Yeah. It's Matt Doug's. <laughs> Matt Doug Zone, folks. Uh, and that really rolls off the tongue. Yeah. I think he should change his last name to Doug Zone. <laughs> Jillian Dude. Doug Zone. Jillian's, I mean, if she just, it was just Jill Doug Zone. Jill Matt and Jill Doug Zone, they could both have the last name Doug Zone, not in a married way, just in a yeah. Both names last name Smith, but it's just a coincidence. <laughs> it's just a coincidence that we both change our last they name to Doug to Zone. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just a coincidence. Uh, if they don't, if they don't compare notes, that they do that. I mean, that it is technically yeah. right. If they both just listen to this podcast separately, never discuss it, and then choose to commit to the bit at the same time. Yeah. Or am I just secretly a master manipulator? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pulling all the strings behind the scenes. do it. Do it. It would be bad. Matt, do it. 
Matt, do it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Because then, because then, whoever you marry, they're stuck yeah. with Doug Zone. That's the <laughs> they last have name. To. They have to take it. The law dictates they have to take the last and name. And I'll officiate the wedding. Because I right. can. I also can. We we could we could tag team. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do the the. <laughs> we recorded an episode of a podcast. In the middle of the, like while we're doing the wedding, like I'm so sure standing, we're just sitting at a great. table with microphones. That'll go over <laughs> great with Matt's Mormon family. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think they'd like me a lot. Yeah, I think I would do well would not with the like Me, mm. I'm too woke. Like, well, are you implying I'm not woke? You, you've said some questionable <laughs> things within the last fifty-two minutes. No, I said rape is bad. What's questionable about that? And also yeah. anybody could could do it. That's a very progressive viewpoint. Yeah. Um, I didn't say anything other than that, other than um nothing else. I I can't really recall. Yeah. Me neither. And at the Armist is hot. Yeah. That's uh Dude, I I can't get over like her with guns in the dress she was wearing. I was like, dude, you could kill me, like literally kill me. Uh, That would be sweet. Yeah, I think anyone could kill me and that would be sweet. Hmm. Okay. Nobody should. But you could. They could. And you'd be like, yeah, that's fine. If you do, you get the podcast. So that's a plus. So I just get a depending new on how you, yeah you get your co-host and it's a murderer. <laughs> so uh, my bad boy for the week, also an opportunity to introduce my new co-host. Yeah, let's talk about it. And then they're immediately arrested. That I just have a solo show. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. And then they record from prison. They they, they Skype call in. on the yeah they call on the payphone in the cafeteria. I, they they get computer labs. They have they get. I don't know. Get, I've never been to prison. You know let's what go we should to do? Let's go to prison, buddy. <laughs> uh, they um, should make Dak Shepard James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he should. I don't know if he should be it. James Bond. But if he did a, a James Bond action type film, that would be fucking great. As the character, John Lashitsky. <laughs> that would rule. I would watch it. It would. Be, he, I think he would be a great leading man in an action movie that leaned into comedy, which is yeah. most like he'd be a good Marvel superhero. Basically, is what I'm saying. He would. I feel like he would be a better Ant Man than Paul Rudd. Yeah, probably. He'd be a good Ant Man villain. He'd be like a good, funny yeah. Marvel villain, but like you know, you can give him some spite, make him tragic. I feel like I would be yeah. a good Marvel villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would. I think it's true. Um, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no choice but to stand. What's Dak Shepard up to these days? Let's let's look him His up before podcast, we end. That's probably it. Yeah, the armchair expert. That's it. IMDB. What do you what do you got, 
Dax Randall. Um, oh, he's Canadian. No, he's not. Is he? No. Oh, I didn't think he was. Uh, his mother is French Canadian. Uh, that explains um, his sensibilities. His most recent thing is Robot Chicken, mm. which didn't know. Still on the air. Yeah, because uh, what's her face? Uh, that that girl. Um, she's on Twitter a lot. That was canceled for. She writes for Robot Chicken. She was on like two episodes. My I, I have no idea. Fuck, what's her name? I hate her so much. I muted her so I don't see her ever again. Um, Chad Morgan. No. God, what's her name? She her Twitter's private now too. I can't I can't remember her name. This is really bugging me. Um, Seth Green. No, you're hilarious. Um, <laughs> I'm looking through the series writing credits, and I don't see any female names. Ellery Smith. Oh, I see it. Yeah. It's Ellery Smith. Yeah. I had to look up her podcast name, which is what I did remember, because that other girl that I I don't love is uh, on her same podcast. Gotcha. I don't know who this is. Ellery? Yeah, I'm looking her up. Uh, she was like canceling Shane Gillis and then I think got like reverse canceled for like also having racist shit in her her old tweets and like other weird shit. Maybe we talked about her on here. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. She has an, she has an annoying laugh. So <laughs> no, it's it, it's it was bad, man. Uh, shout out to reasonable beef no longer exists, but her laugh was terrible. All right. Uh, listen to the it. beef. But I'm, I'm glad yeah, I'm sure, it's dead. I'm sure she's uh, I, yeah. Cause you, you got one sided beef with Tim. <laughs> Tim who does not know who I am. But, uh, I think Tim doesn't like me. I think he has one sided beef with me. <laughs> frankly, uh, we got Tim. Come on the show. Defend yourself. And then also attack coach. No. We do not need we do not need more guests coming on here and just unloading on me for an hour and a half. We don't need to do that again. Uh, but it was such good content. I mean, it, it was good content, but you know, it's like a one a year kind of a thing. Yeah, we will have Nick Oldershaw back on August twenty twenty two. Tune in, folks. <laughs> I'll book him now. Hey, what are you doing in a year? Yes, you have to commit to this date, then, buddy. Yeah, you're free. Um, yeah, he'll be you know homeless and move two times in that time frame, and then uh, he'll be ready. Sure, he'll build. He'll build up the the catalog. Yeah, as it were. All right, that's going to be this this the episode. Yeah, I still have to edit it and put it out in fifteen minutes. So. No, that's fine. That's fine. Unless there's a problem. And then uh, let me know and I'll just record a solo episode tomorrow <laughs> and uh, upload it. Yeah. Record a solo episode irregardless. Okay. No. Again, we have to wait for something tragic for me to happen and then, then I'll do it. Yeah, maybe. I think you should just practice doing solo episodes and we'll put them on the Patreon. We'll put it at a $10 tier. New tier just for Coach Solo episodes. No one's going to <laughs> pay for that. No. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I, I know. know. I know. But 
I want you to be more involved. <laughs> I, I don't care. Anyway, we don't need to hash this out. Good night, everybody. Yep. Good night. Bazinga. <laughs>